There are some movies only a mother could love. Well, the bad news is that in this movie, the mother dies two minutes in. Today, we're talking about Leo the Lion on Netflix. Stay tuned. Or don't. Your choice. Good day, and welcome to Writers Get Animated. I'm Chris Leva. And I'm Mackenzie Worrell, not the vegetarian. <laughs> Today on Writers Get Animated, a podcast about animation and storytelling, we are talking about something that fails at both of those two things, <laughs> animation and storytelling, which is Leo the Lion. Um, on our last episode, it, we discussed a wonder of Netflix, which is The Little Prince. Le Petit Prince. Go watch it on Netflix. It's wonderful. So for this episode, we thought that we would kind of uh, dig a little deeper into the Netflix um, catacombs. And it's yeah, the catacombs of Netflix and bring out a piece of animation, if it can be so called. Um, the, the now, Normally on the show... We don't like to talk about things that are bad or that we consider bad, but this is universally this bad. This is next level awful. Um, no one can consider this good in any sense of the word. So it's okay that we're talking about it as a bad thing because it, it is. But I'm also of the mind that we can learn something from something bad. Uh, you know, we can learn something and take something good. out of this. I'm hoping. Otherwise, it was all for not me watching this film. And I don't, I hate wasting time and I love learning things. So I'm hoping that this wasn't a waste that we could find <laughs> something in here. Um, this, I, I mean, it's not like we do this every week. It's not like the, uh, the biweekly podcast that a couple of guys from Lucasfilm do, which is, um, I just found during a road trip, um, it came from the depths of Netflix where they review bad movies um, that they find on Netflix, sci-fi and horror and stuff. So they do that on a bi-weekly basis where they just go and seek out these gems. Let's call them that. Uh, they come out... Lumps of coal. <laughs> so they go out and seek this out. That's what their podcast is about. It's a wonder. They have a wonderful theme song. I'm going to say that right now. Their theme song is like Tales of the Crypt beautiful theme song uh jack thought it was too scary because he got the he <laughs> caught the tail end at once his mickey mouse uh, clubhouse ended and he heard the sound of that music um but uh we're not doing this on a weekly basis which is nice so we we're just kind of slumming it this one time to see what we can figure out slumming it yeah that's the word I mean, so I if you're not familiar with Leo the Lion, which who oh is, no, Chris. who is, oh no, apparently parts of Tumblr, which is how we discovered this. There are now um, articles, one might call them treatises being published about the awfulness of Leo the Lion and finding the worst thing on Netflix. And I don't believe this is the worst. I believe there are worse things out there. I'm not going to describe them because they're not animated and there's no story, but that's not stopping us from talking about this today. Um, 
The basic plot of this movie that you get from the description is uh, Leo the Lion is a vegetarian lion, and he's bullied. That doesn't really happen in this movie. This movie's not about that. But to give you an idea of uh, what's in this movie, I found a review Okay. from commonsensemedia.org. <laughs> and uh, let's see. <laughs> We're just going to pull out one line from this. Parents looking for a movie that shows vegetarians in a positive light should look elsewhere. And everyone else should avoid this movie simply because it is so insufferable. Wow. Wow. Firstly, they're assuming you're interested in it because it's a vegetarian movie. My main question from that and biggest takeaway is, are there movies specifically for vegetarians? Are there after-school specials about vegetarianism you can find on Netflix? <laughs> I don't think there are. Because clearly they're comparing this to something. Oh, man. I want to know. So here... Can you show me? Yeah, here's here's what Netflix describes it. Um, this is a quote from the Netflix description of Leo the Lion. <laughs> from This is a 2013 film from Italy. Okay. Um, Eschewing the carnivorous ways of his fellow lions, Maverick Leo follows a vegetarian diet, causing the other lions to shun him. That doesn't happen in this movie. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Lions. Yes, they, the description of this f movie is lion. Mm. Mm. Let's see what I... It's so true. Lion, lion, lion. Oh, my God. So I only made it about half an hour into this movie. So, Chris, can you give us a... I know this is difficult because so much happens. Like a five-sentence synopsis of Leo the Lion. Okay. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to do what I've said I wouldn't do and remember watching this movie okay <laughs> so i'm gonna pull it up from the depths of where, I, where where it's been filed and come up with this movie what this movie is about so as a young lion leo decides to be a vegetarian so i suppose there's a little bit of that um he is made fun of a little bit bullied a little bit and his mother tries to protect him and they go off on the hunt and she's trying to get him to be a good hunter and he's able to trap a zebra and so he and his mom find a zebra and the mother goes to pounce on the zebra and i guess it moves or something and she misses and she ends up in a river and she goes off the cliff off a waterfall hits several rocks it's not kind of gruesome she hits kind of rocks and ends up dead so leo loses his mother in a horrific zebra hunting water accident <laughs> like you do it's like bambi <laughs> all over again so it's like going hunting and shooting your comrade in the face who would do that so i don't know so she's dead he is still a vegetarian um, we jump further down the line in his life. And um, now it's, people are kind of annoyed with him about being a vegetarian. But the biggest thing about him is now he's deathly afraid of water. Um, 
<laughs> so he's a vegetarian lion who's afraid of water. Um, oh, mm-hmm. I left out one thing. When his mom is dying, like she's in the water, heading for the waterfall, she calls off to him, find the heart of the jungle. And then <laughs> you'll be safe there. Uh, <laughs> what is he going to be safe from? Bullying. All right. That's like, th- there's three sentences of your synopsis. You have two sentences left. And we're only about two minutes into the movie. How are we going to use these? Okay. So I got this. I got- so he teams up with some children of other animals displaced from a jungle fire and to take them to the mythical heart of the jungle that his mother spoke of during her death scene. And on the way, he's being pursued by the villainous white elephant named Maximus. And period. Period. That's that's the plot. Do I have one more? One left. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so uh, his best friend is an old goat. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how to end it. Uh, period. So that's, I mean, that's, that's basic. Again, it's, it's not really clear what's going on necessarily. Um, we start off with a narrator, which we're not sure if it's the old goat talking or perhaps it's Leo from the future. I think it ends up being Leo from the future, but it's hard because the subtitles aren't clear. Because even though I put, this is a weird phenomenon. I think something's broken in Netflix because I put the movie in English, but it was in Italian with English subtitles. So I don't know if there's not an English. And track. I did the same thing. You did? I experienced the same thing. I've, I've found clips online where there is an English track. So I don't know if it's just our Netflix experience or if the Netflix got wind of it being so bad and they took off the English track to try and dissuade this. But if you set your audio on Netflix to English, at least in the Apple TV, you'll get in Italian vocals and you can set your subtitles to English, which I thought actually added to the experience or perhaps detracted from how bad I could have thought this movie was. Because you were reading uh, and not watching the video? Yeah, and um, having seen some of the English clips uh, and reading more about it, apparently even though it's very clear that the English subtitles have a lot more dialogue and a lot more going on than the Italian vocals. Uh, that's also true for the English vocals and the subtitles and the English vocals don't match up either. They're completely different movies. So what we're experiencing in Italian, what we're experiencing in English is just two completely different movies. Yeah. I'd go three movies. Yeah. So so spoken word Italian, spoken word English, and then the written word of the English subtitles, mm-hmm. each giving its own. I, I guess they're all trying to fix it. I think. I think that. I think the English. <laughs> I don't know. I think the English subtitles are trying to make sense of the plot by adding dialogue when there is none. They add a lot. Of there dialogue. was essentially a what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Which, whose children are watching the subtitles for this movie? Like, why is that the place you're trying to solve this problem? I think most dramaturgical issues could be solved with a little bit of subtitles. 
Like, this is what should be said. <gasps> That's what should happen during plays. We should have the script going on subtitles. So when the actors mess up, we can tell. Wow. I'm envisioning it turning into a game show where, like, you boot the actors off and replace them with a new um, character if they mess up. And then the next person has to come in and take over that role. Yeah. On the spot. Okay. It's like lip sync for your life for RuPaul's Drag Race. <gasps> but monologue for your life. Okay, moving on. So, <laughs> three different movies. Wow. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep us on task. Should I have done the crit? Okay, Chris O'Dowd. Oh, no. So, <laughs> Leo the Lion. Uh, I, I just don't know. The question that I have about this whole thing is... I, is there something intrinsically, universally bad where we can all say, yes, this is a bad movie or this is a bad thing? Is What is it about something where we say universally, we all acknowledge that's bad? Like, is it, mm. like what is it about a story where everyone could go, that's bad? Let's start this by asking ourselves, what are some other universal bad things in pop culture? Okay. I have previously compared this to, this is the, uh, the animated equivalent of The Room. The Room. Which people have fun with, but because it is bad. Right. Let's see. Uh, what else is universally bad? Not a lot of people enjoy the Popeye movie starring Robin Williams and Shelley Duvall. That's pretty bad. Not many people know what that is, though. To I know. To be like fair, it. I'm sorry. I've, I've seen it 30 times because <laughs> I love it. But it is inherently bad. There's something very, very bad about it. Um... um. While not universally hated, I feel like Twilight gets really close mm. as a book equivalent. Mm. That makes sense. Or we could just go with fan fiction as a whole. Yeah, people know that fan fiction is bad. But people keep writing it. Right, because people want to enjoy themselves in these stories. Maybe that's why people... Um, are trying to insult different things like saying it reads like fan fiction because fan fiction is somebody who doesn't know what they're doing trying to tell story with characters that are beloved and maybe that's the thing where you can see that there's an obvious lack of skill that's in there i think all these are true about leo the lion because it's obviously a bad lion king fan fiction so if Simba's son grew up to be a malnourished vegetarian lion. Because he does look malnourished. We, he does not look healthy. We taught a lion to eat tofu. <laughs> <clears throat> it's one of the best episodes of Futurama. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just can't believe... But the, the, mom, the mom dies with like knockoff stampede music from Lion King. Uh, it's done very dramatically in a canyon type thing, and there's a herd animal involved, and she's like clinging on to the rock a la Mufasa. Um, and the then villain. Um, the main villain's song 
Yeah, which is shot for shot, be prepared at the end. Yeah, it is very much with goose stepping elephants. Because it's the white elephant. Now I don't know if in Italy he is the white elephant. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, in Italy, does white elephant mean the same thing that it does here in America? Any of our Italian listeners like, can tell us. You mean like? What does it mean in America? It's the unwanted gift. You know, it's a white elephant gift. Okay. You're like, oh, I don't want this. Okay. Let me give it to my friends. Because you have the white elephant party of, yes, this is lovely. Thank you. And then you like put it in the pile because you don't actually want it. Stuff, it's stuff that's unwanted. And that would be interesting because mm. he's the unwanted elephant. He's powerful. He's strong. He's masculine. But nobody wants that anymore. In 2013, that's not what people want in an elephant. So this is your Leo the line where you explore masculinity and, and the, whiteness. The lack and whiteness. <laughs> See, my Leo the lion, uh, Leo would become a vegetarian because his mom dies trying to kill the zebra. Not already be vegetarian. Oh. And so his vegetarianism is linked to his mother. And so hunting. And yet he's vegetarian. Because he's a lion, he's killing himself because he's not meant to be a vegetarian. Because it's the hunting that he's afraid of and not the water which yeah it's hunting it's not the water that killed his mother it's that zebra and the act of hunting yeah and he would adopt that baby zebra then have this conflicted like relationship with it like father son yeah like father son or daughter i was unclear on the gender of the zebra i don't even know so that's interesting I think when we're talking about bad, I think it's something where as we come up with ideas, there has to be meaning behind action. And <laughs> and there has to be choice behind character. And there has to be a reason to be watching these things. There has to be a reason why these characters are doing different things. One would might say that they have to have some sort of... Uh, motivation you know they might want to want something they might you know. hang on i'm taking notes about what things should be in a movie right <laughs> these are things that i feel when they're not present it lends towards badness and maybe people who aren't writers or storytellers when they're sitting in a movie there's something about it where they just roll their eyes because it's not motivated in the same way and they feel that it's bad, but maybe they can't put their finger on why this doesn't work. Why it's comical because it's coming out of left field instead of coming out of character and out of the structure and out of the story. It's something that's just, hey, let's make this happen because it can happen. And we sense that as badness. I think there is a want in this movie, though. I think Leo of Lion has a... A major through line. Oh, does he? Um, with one major want. Yeah. Leo the Lion wants this to be a good movie. And it never is. I mean, I've only seen the first 32 and a half minutes, so I can't <laughs> say that for sure. But I'm inclined to believe <laughs> that he doesn't get what he wants. Um, you're right. If that's what he wants, then you're right. But... Let's talk about really, <laughs> let's talk about all the movies that this could have been. So we started a little bit like focusing on these characters who are seem unmotivated or they have lots of things that they are, but the things that they are aren't the things that put the plot or story into action. 
that's I think that's what we're feeling right now. So if we make a list of Leo the Lion, um, things that he has about him, um, we say vegetarian. Um, Netflix says bullied or, you know, made fun uh, of. He seems to like his life. Yeah, he seems okay. He seems fine. He's like bullied, but it he doesn't care. He's living more Hakuna Matata than Simba ever did. You know? With his best friend slash uncle slash implied by the subtitles at one point possible husband material uncle Udo or whatever. Yeah, the, the goat. Yeah. I don't I don't goat with dentures. I, I feel like he he was he's related to them somehow. It seems implied that he's related. He's his father somehow. But it's weird. Mm-hmm. Leo the Lion is also magical because he can have these, um, as shown in the epilogue, uh, lion-elephant-offspring hybrids. Yes, animal husbandry is very wibbly-wobbly in the world of Leo the Lion. <laughs> <laughs> Wibbly wobbly matey schmatey stuff. I feel like uh, that's the more that's one of the more horrific things I've seen on my screen is lion (laughs) elephant hybrid children. I think that gives away part of the plot. Um, If to have (laughs) does it? I don't think it does. But from the movie that I saw, that's not a plot. (laughs) So. Okay, vegetarian, bullied, scared of water because his mother died, orphaned. He's an orphan, mm-hmm. orphan vegetarian. Um, what else is there about him? He seems brave and wants acceptance. I don't know. Yeah, he's generally pretty sure of himself at this point. Yeah. So it's like that. those are the things that we're given to define him. And usually the through line has to be coming to terms with one of those, all of those. Usually we would pick one and kind of deal with it, not to make him less complicated, but if we concentrate our story on one of those things, then maybe we'd be okay. You know, Mm -hmm. either it's him coming to terms with becoming a vegetarian so maybe, like you were saying, his mother dies. It's my movie. Yeah, it's your movie. So the mother dies. He blames the zebra and blames the hunt and blames being a lion. So decides to shun that life and becomes a vegetarian. But he's being a, becoming a vegetarian out of fear. And maybe through the movie, he becomes a vegetarian out of choice and love of food he becomes a foodie i don't know but that's a better plot than the plot that's in the movie right now but his vegetarianism becomes a life choice as opposed to something that's ignited by fear of his mother being dead being killed by a waterfall and a zebra but that's what I'm talking in about. Right. <laughs> but that's yeah. what I'm talking about. It has to be something where he's making a decision because all these things are things about him, but none of them affect the plot of the movie. Well, that's not true. One of them does at the towards the end. 
Would you like to know? I would love to know how this works. Okay, so Leo the Lion, the vegetarian bullied, blah, 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 is out, um, and he there's this jungle fire, as I alluded to in my original... <laughs> uh, whoa, whoops, drop something. Uh, that happened at like the beginning of the movie, though. I know. So he, Days passed during this movie. He's, Does the jungle fire happen again? He's leading these children towards the heart of the jungle so they can all be safe. They never say safe from what? They just talk about being safe. Um, so that he's leading them through, and eventually they end up at the place where they say the heart of the jungle is. They find it. But in order to get there, in order to make it into the the inner sanctum of the heart of the jungle, he has to go into the water. So mm. he has to face his fear of water to swim across and go through a waterfall to find the heart of the jungle, this safe place from everything that's secluded and boring okay so the water there's a good comes movie. back but but it, it's so far down the line that nothing none nothing else is motivated his mom tells him go find the heart of the jungle so you can be safe but is it safe from bullying is it safe because there's lots of lettuce there and he'll be fine to eat plenty of stuff Will he find soybeans? Like what? What? What's in the heart of the jungle for him to be safe? It's just he does say at one point he likes soy milk in his coffee. He that would be helpful. Yeah. Maybe there's a Starbucks there. Maybe there is, and he can get soy milk. I just it's just difficult. <laughs> it's it's difficult because there's not everything that happens in here. Uh, is done in word and not in action. And in word, I mean in subtitle. May, I don't know if it's actually in the <laughs> Italian, but it's definitely in the <laughs> subtitle. I mean, there's a whole... I don't think it's... There's a whole song sequence. There's a song because there's music playing and the subtitles show music notes next to the titles, <laughs> right? But there's not any dialogue happening. They're dancing. They They're are dancing. dancing. There's words across the bottom of the screen with music notes signifying singing. And there's no singing happening. So, like, there's a whole plot happening in song. Like, imagine part of your world from Little Mermaid, right? And she's kind of wiggling around. And she's looking at her stuff. And the music is playing. And you at the bottom of the screen, you say... Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you? And then, but on the screen, all you see is her going. And she's just <laughs> swimming. And all you hear is. That's it. And you hear like the music. So it's, but, are you talking about like scientifically accurate little I guess so. Like you don't even hear bubbles. <laughs> so. But that's that's the equivalent. You see these lyrics going across the bottom for a song that's not happening. There's a song that's not happening at all. That's that's next level awful. I don't understand what's happening at this point. But what I'm trying to say is 
um, a lot of the reversals and character changes happen in the dialogue, but not on the <laughs> screen. So I don't know if they're actually in the movie or not, because I don't know if what they're saying in Italian completely matches. I mean, I know that the Maximus song, the elephant evil song, he's singing about being the white elephant because he says elefante bianco. Mm -hmm. But at the bottom, it's like, I am Maximus, the elephant. And I'm like, that, that's not what you're saying. You're saying you're the white elephant. The English one does say that, though. The English song, because I just watched it before we did this, is I'm white and I'm large. He does. But then he keeps saying in Italian, Elefante Bianco. And then it keeps going, Maximus the Elephant is a, subti a subtitle. So I think there's... I don't I, know. I, see, for me, I'll, I'll, the character reversals are pretty much all entirely unintentional. And they just happen because of character inconsistency, not actual character discoveries. Uh, I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that too. Uh, there's, mm -hmm. I mean, there, things that are happening that are not motivated by anything other than, um, what if this happened? And then something like, like they, they meet up because of the forest fire and there's um, a female queen elephant and there's this whole subplot with the elephants. Like the elephants could be their own movie. They don't have to be in Leo's movie. Mm -hmm. But Leo's movie, his plot is so boring that they brought in this interesting elephant plot where the, the queen elephant, her husband was captured by the outsiders, the uh, humans, poachers. the poachers, who come in and shoot him um, with tranquilizers with tranquilizers um, and they're going to catch him. But Maximus uh, makes sure that he gets caught by going over and kicking the king in the face to make sure the king gets knocked out. Is that what happened? I couldn't really follow that part. Yeah. So he's <laughs> the king elephant has already been shot with tranquilizers. He's trying to make his way away from this helicopter and he's fallen and he's still trying to get away. And Maximus comes up and essentially goes, bam, and kicks him in the face to knock him out so that he will stay to sleep so the poachers can take him off to the zoo. Okay. So he's not dead, he's in a zoo. Supposedly. That's what I understood from their fear of... Oh my gosh, these... The so they never get reunited either, like they're just... Oh my god. Don't make sense this movie. Just don't try to make sense at all. <laughs> just don't. Just it's stop. It's just not there. It's not, it's not worthwhile. Like in, in the middle of the song where they're not singing but they're lyrics, yeah. uh, a cheetah appears. I'm not sure why there's a cheetah all of a sudden. Well, And they introduce a monkey, a monkey character who's not one of the two Rasta monkeys who's been following Leo the entire time. It's a completely unrelated monkey. Yeah, the, the say say a word about the monkeys that are following along. Like just oh, the racist Rasta monkeys. Yeah, yeah. They're wearing Rasta hats. Um, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> for they're monkeys wearing Rasta hats for no reason, unless the unless the makers of this film are trying to say something, which it's not clear. Well, they 
They also give uh, the main queen elephant like a henna tattoo on her forehead. Forehead? <laughs> on her forehead? <laughs> on her forehead. Uh, but this is in Africa. This is an African elephant, not an Indian elephant. No level of this henna tattoo makes sense. But uh, yeah, she has her two sons, her two children, son and daughter. Um, who, Are they? Yeah, who asks, she asks Leo to protect them from the fire and get them out. And so he promises to take all the children out too. Find the heart of the jungle. No, no. No, no, because that's part of the movie that I saw. Leo helps deliver the babies and walks away. And then the baby's like, oh, that must be oh, your they dad. Think he's the follows dad. him. That's right. He, uh, he never gets asked to lead them away. He just suddenly has two baby elephants in tow. That's right, because the mother uh, is ready to give birth. I totally spaced mm-hmm. that part out because I, I, it didn't make sense to me. So I guess my brain tried to make it work. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's, uh, she's pregnant. She's in labor and the fire is happening. And she, Leo acts as midwife. And then they think that he's their dad. They call him daddy. Yeah. He never really corrects yeah. them. He's like, sure. Because their dad was taken away. But Maximus wants to be the dad. There's a, there's a lot of daddy in this movie. Like the, the queen elephant also calls her husband daddy. The one who's captured at one point. It's like, oh, thank you, daddy. Like, what? No, no, mothers do that. Mothers do that. No, it wasn't like about the kids. This is before the kids are born. Oh, that's true. You're right. It's like this weird, like, daddy. Thanks, daddy. But elephants. But elephants. So... I think it's also worth pointing out here. Uh, this is my favorite, <laughs> my favorite name of all time in a movie. Oh, go ahead. The, the deceased male elephant, the alpha elephant, because they have those. His name is Eli Font. I say again, <laughs> Eli. <laughs> they didn't even try there's no attempt at trying in this movie they're like well i guess he should have a name what's his name elephant with a period in the middle and misspelled a little bit (laughs) i maybe that's what this what makes this movie so bad is it doesn't feel like effort at any juncture nobody tried nobody tried like it, like somebody came up when they were they were conceiving. So let's imagine that there were mm, three or four people, maybe five people at the most, sitting in a room together, coming up with a story. And all they did was go, "What if he's a vegetarian? Yeah. And uh, what if his mom died? Ooh, that's good. How does she die? Well, uh, there's a zebra and she jumps and she misses. Ooh, that's good. And uh, now that's realistic. Now he's scared of water because she died in the water. Oh, that's good. Then what? Uh, there's a forest fire. Really? Why? Because uh, there's fire. 
Ooh, okay, that's a great idea. Like, like nobody, I don't think anybody ever said no at any point mm -hmm. in this movie. Nobody <laughs> said no to any idea. Yeah. It was just a yes and. It was a game of improv <laughs> that then they ended up animating. Improv animation. Exactly, yes. And he's a white elephant and he's... He... And for those of you lucky enough to have not seen this, to give you an idea of what the actual animation looks like, um, if you remember Beast Wars <laughs> from more than 10 years ago, um, this is about half as good as that. Half as good? Really? Wow. <laughs> You're being really kind <laughs> on that. I mean, let's... When we're talking about quality of things, I mean, animation aside... If we just take the animation and say it's a stylistic choice that they animated it the way they did. Let's just say that that's a stylistic choice. If we take that out of the realm, even the storytelling just <laughs> fails at a, every single character juncture. It all just mm -hmm. constant all dropping fails. balls. Drop the ball. They drop the ball. Were the balls ever being juggled? I don't think so. I just, I don't think they thought they needed any. Like, uh, we we could go get some balls. Let's uh, not. It's like someone handed them a ball and they're like, oh, and they just drop it. It never gets thrown. Just every time they're handed one, they drop it. Animated. Oh. There's also a. We're gonna have story. There's oh. also another song. Um. I really should use air quotes for that. Um, there's really another song that happens. Song. Thank you. In the heart of the jungle, they meet a chameleon um, who's a mystic. I did not make it that yeah, far. Who's a mystic chameleon who's the guardian to the entrance. And um, this chameleon operates in a way that no other chameleon has ever operated before. Um, it starts off with the usual... Um, cartoon chameleon trick, which is to blend into whatever's there and just be invisible. You know, they're just like, like you do, like a real exactly. Chameleon I'm does. not here at all. I'm just invisible, and then just coming up and. But the face of the chameleon turns into other characters' faces, so it'll have like <laughs> when it's talking about Leo, his head will turn into Leo's head. Um, when he's talking about somebody else, his head will morph into Leo's mom. His head will morph into an elephant. Like, so the chameleons... He's never even seen the mom! So he's been like a shape... He's a shape-shifting mystic chameleon whose head takes on the shape of all these other animals. I want to take, like, all the nightmare-inducing drugs and watch this movie. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun. I feel like if it's late at night enough... Late enough at night, and you can turn off as many rational parts of your brain as possible. You might laugh at some of these things. Otherwise, I think you would have a very difficult time getting through this movie. Um, the, the, the trick is, though, you still have to be able to read the subtitles. So you have to be aware enough for reading of subtitles, but... Unaware enough, so your suspension of disbelief is completely broken. So you just accept that things happen. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, it's just... I did have one... I will say this. There was one moment with the old goat um, that I laughed. Um, Would this be your favorite thing? I think thing? this is my favorite thing. If I have to have one. <laughs> my favorite thing is... <laughs> Uh, they're talking. I forget who they're talking to. I think I think they're um, with Maximus at some point. There's some kind of confrontation going, and the goat's just like and in subtitle. It's funny as a written line, but the the delivery is really bad, um, and it's also in Italian. So he says, "Oh gosh, I wish I had written it down to say it exactly." But he's. He's like, I'm only here as your sidekick and to provide comic relief. Like, it's like this weird fourth wall breaking. Like, look, I'm only here for comic relief. That's what I'm here for. I'm like, oh, good job, guys. Now you're having at least a bit of a personality in this film. And we're like 80 minutes in. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're deciding to have some kind of statement of comedy or a joke. I, I too did not write anything down, but there are just a couple subtitles that are just so absurd. <laughs> you just you don't understand what's happening. Actually, I might have this Tumblr post still up. Um, <laughs> this one of my favorites. Leo Bone Cruncher has seven lives like a cat. They don't make sense. They don't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't sense. make any sense. It's like, if you think at all, not even too hard, just at all, it doesn't work at any level. So after after you're bombarded with like enough badness and awful, awful animation angles and elephant legs that move in ways they're not supposed to... <laughs> You just kind of tune out and you look for like the little rays of sunshine and you find them and you just you crack up. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not a funny moment. It's not a funny movie. Um, but this is a way to cope. It's a coping. It's like, it's like a dr it's a drug that this movie's a drug that takes all the funny out of the world. And you learn through your face journey watching this movie that you can still find fun in anything. That's my favorite thing. It taught me a lot about myself <laughs> and my limits. <laughs> yeah, your your half an hour limit <laughs> of of going through this. Oh god, I found the pictures of the children again. Oh okay. gosh, no, that's okay. that's horrifying. That's my least. Okay, so new segment for this show. Least favorite. Least thing favorite thing is the the uh, children that Leo the lion has with the queen. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. Thinking about that, thinking about what happens off screen, thinking about the children, looking at <laughs> think the children. Think of the children. Think of the children. No. Do not think of the children. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just... And someone put time into these character designs. Someone thought about it. Somebody crafted it. Like somebody spent minutes on designing these characters. <laughs> Minutes of time went into this. Minutes they'll never get back. 
Like five at least. Maybe ten. I feel like they were just copying and pasting from something else, and they're like, yeah, that looks good enough. No, I mean, like, they fit together. However, if you look at the two kids, it's clear that they are copy-pasted of each other with the skin tone change and the eye color change. Yeah. But otherwise, they're exactly the same. Yes. I'm going to make sure I show Nigel this picture because I think he has to see it because nobody should... I think we'll we'll post a link to uh, make sure that in our show notes we have links to all of these things. So if you want to celebrate with us um, the feeling of seeing Leo the Lion on Netflix, uh, you will have that in our show notes. This is Mackenzie. I'm doing homework time this week because... We are doing something that I am already thrilled to say that I love, not having seen it at all. Next time, we're going to be talking about Kubo and the Two Strings, which is going to be fantastic. It's not out yet in in past Mackenzie life, which you're listening to right now. But future Mackenzie, you're welcome, because you're going to love the crap out of this. And so will you, audience member. As always, thank you to Nigel Coutinho, our engineer, and to Jacob Reed for our theme music drums. Theme music drums. Find us on the web, on Twitter, at WG Animated, um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash WG Animated. And find all the show notes and links to various tumblers and horrifying articles about Leo the Lion writersgetanimated.tumblr.com If you like us, put a ring on it or five stars on iTunes, one of the two. Uh, I'm desperate at this point. And that helps other people find us. Um, You know, it's just good. It's just good. (laughs) You want to share Leo the line with everybody. (laughs) Um, I, I, I feel like this is the op- opposite of, you know, being a uh, apostle and going out and telling people and evangelizing about something. I feel like this is, don't beware the horrors, look out. No, no, this is this is a pyramid scheme. We're getting it on the ground level, and you two for fifty nine ninety five can also watch Leo the Lion and experience its greatness. However, you do get a discount if you send that link to three of your friends. You get $10 off for each link that you send. So you can own it for cheaper, but they have to pay $59.95 to you, and you get to- Good night, everybody. I'm calling it. We're done. (laughs) Oh, I would do anything for money, but I won't do that.